Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Wish You Were Weird, a show where I will be spilling my guts out about everything, including but not limited to the best ways to confront your local dog park Karen, how I forget who Nancy Pelosi is every other Sunday, how every Colkin brother gives me the energy of a human body flipped inside out, and how my vaccine card looks like it attended the fire festival. I'm the human conception of a drag queen and a birthright trip, Sarah Rachel Lazarus. God, it's been so long since I've done this, and to my uh, loyal, you know, two listeners out there, I'm so sorry, but I'll catch you up on everything that has been going on in my life. Well, I am a mother now. I birthed a gorgeous dachshund mix. He is stunning, and he's the love of my life. And I moved more downtown because the rent was really fucking cheap in New York City in, like, April. Um, I'll be screwed next year when the rent prices, you know, go up, like, 50%. But right now, I'm living the luxurious Hell's Kitchen experience. It is such a weird culture being a dog owner. Like, I have several dog park friends. There's, like, a class system in the dog park. There's different cliques. It sort of feels like Mean Girls, you know, everyone, people talk about dog owners. They're like, oh, did you hear... Uh, this dog actually it's really funny there's like one dog that's kind of problematic for people but I love this dog he's like a little sparky terrier named Mork (laughs) like Mork and Mindy it's really funny and I love the owner too he's like a really cute little man and like people get mad at him because the dog's like a little feisty the dog's like a diva but I I will vouch for this dog till the day I die you know he's just misunderstood He really is just camp, and no one seems to get that. You know, clearly I'm on the Upper West Side. There's a lot of what I like to call yentas, which are like in Jewish. They are older, you know, Jewish women who like to gossip, you know, and and spread misinformation about the dog community. So I would just like to say I advocate for Mork the dog. It's definitely a cult having a dog. My mental health has skyrocketed, and so has my rent price. I love how I have essentially become the voice of all Jewish people to some people that I know. They'll like come to me if they need to make sure that something they're thinking or watching is not anti-Semitic. So for instance, they'll be like, I don't know, should I watch this or is this okay? And it'll be like Trisha Paytas singing an Israeli song. Or someone will be like, I just saw a community theater production of Fiddler on the Roof. Is that okay? The real question is, why are you voluntarily going to a community theater production of Fiddler on the Roof? I guess they think I'm like the Rebbe, or I don't know, Moses. I don't even know. I really don't even know the Jewish religion that well. I could tell you that like, you're supposed to not eat bread for like a certain point in the year. Matzah ball soup is really good. I'm most likely to sweat. I probably poop more frequently than the average human. I will say I am glad I skipped ahead in time with this podcast because the last time I was doing it, the world was really fucking crazy. And at least it's a little less crazy right now. Yeah. 
<laughs> I feel like tragedy is so normal for everyone right now. It's really bizarre and psychotic. <laughs> Someone brought up a really interesting point to me about how they're kind of relieved that people are romanticizing true crime stories again, like in the mid-2000s with like Nancy Grace and how the news isn't focused on a fascist dictator threatening the lives of marginalized groups anymore, which is fucked up that we have come to that. <laughs> like this Gabby Petito case, everyone is obsessed with it, the news is focusing on it because we no longer have a white supremacist dictator as our president. Like when they were like, we're bringing Nancy Grace in, shit got real. Shit got real. It is really fucking sad, especially now it's just like a couple is just dead and gone. I'm currently watching the Brittany Murphy documentary and it's just sad to see like these beautiful women with great futures end up with these really fucked up men who completely destroy their lives. In better news, at least 57.4% of the country is vaccinated. <laughs> get your fucking vaccine. None of us want to have to fucking quarantine again, so get over your shit. Get your damn shot. I even think there's tons of incentives right now. I feel like I don't quote me on this, but I feel like New York is giving away $100 if you get a vaccine. If you're eating McDonald's, if you've put anything into your body that is not grown on a farm organically that you know where it came from, then you shouldn't be afraid of a fucking vaccine. You're not that important. The government doesn't want to track you. They have a cell phone, they can already track you, but I guarantee you're not that important. Unless you're Jennifer Coolidge, then you are important, and maybe you should worry. But also, I will protect you at all costs with every ounce of my life. And now a word from actress Jennifer Coolidge. Oh my god, what do I say? Jeez. Okay, well, the funniest book is still the saddest story, but the saddest boy is still funny. This is my review for Dune, starring Timothy Soliloquy. Here's what I'm sick of this week. Dog testicles. I am fucking sick of seeing them. Owners literally do not neuter or spay their dogs anymore, or they're like, we're just waiting till they get older. And I'm just now unfazed by seeing dog testicles, and I'm not happy about it. That should not be normal for me. I'm used to it at this point. I don't understand this whole new thing. Like, growing up, all dogs were fucking neutered. I never saw one dog testicle in my 24 years of existence until I got my dog and started going to New York City dog parks. When you got a dog when I was growing up in Florida, they'd be like, all right, hand me 10 bucks, we'll snip them out in the back and hand them out to you in an hour. Now the owners are like, yeah, we're thinking about it, but we're not sure it's right for the future of our puppy, Patricia Clarkson. We're not sure if her mind is really evolved enough for her to be spayed. I'm not sure it's the right choice for us at this point in time. It's like the anti-vaxxers of dog owners, or I guess there's anti-circumcisers uh, too. Maybe it's like that. Either way, I'm fucking traumatized. Snip your dogs 2021.
The most gorgeous and the most disgusting thing I saw this week, well, the most gorgeous thing I saw, this wasn't this week, it was a few weeks ago, and it was Ross Matthews walking down my street. I think he was like on the Drew Barrymore show or something. I'm just walking and I see him and it's not like a typical person you would like see and recognize, but he was in Hell's Kitchen, so I'm surprised he didn't have like the secret service around him because in Hell's Kitchen, Ross Matthews is like, you know, God or Barack Obama or something, you know? I found Godot, I guess. I, I, I met him. That was it. The most disgusting thing I saw was that fucking rat guy in Columbus Circle. And if you haven't seen him, you're uh, missing out on something just repulsive. I hate rats. Like, the only rat I want to see is in a Pixar film. And this guy has these rats with, like, dyed fur that just, like, hang out with him. Either way, avoid it if you can. <laughs> My fun fact of the day is that the show Lizzie McGuire was only on for two seasons. It actually aired for three years, but I can't believe it was only on for two seasons. It felt like it had just a greater impact on my childhood and adolescence. As you know, I love to shout out cool New York-based artists. And this week, I'm shouting out an artist named Bria Fisher, who has a brand and company called Breland. I actually saw her in a bar and thought she had an awesome style. She was wearing this really cool dress with this hand-painted art on it and I asked her where'd you get the dress and she said oh I made this I actually just released a collection so to give you a little background Breland is a conceptual dollhouse that provides a multitude of services including fashion illustration logos custom portraits and murals it's a high-end streetwear and custom brand for the glamorous person who values a colorful lifestyle I certainly would describe myself as this. I am definitely a glamorous person who values a colorful lifestyle. And the designer is Bria Fisher, and she is a black female entrepreneur and artist. And she contributes to the fashion industry as a stylist, marketer, visual assistant. But she has her own brand, which is this, and you can support it at BrelandDollhouse.com. And you can sp also support it on Instagram, YouTube, or there. As I'm sure you all know, Texas is really going through it right now. They have banned abortion, and they're working on now going after marriage equality. A way to help the citizens of Texas with their abortion policies, you can go to Texas Equal Access Fund. The Texas Equal Access Fund provides funding to low-income people in the North, East, and Panhandle regions of Texas who can't afford an abortion. It also offers emotional support through a confidential text line, support group, and virtual clinic companion program. You can donate to them at tfund.org, like you're drinking tea, Fund. Org. So today I'm joined by a fabulous and hilarious TikToker. She's known for she is known for, as Rolling Stone describes, being one of the de facto leaders of Bimbo Talk, a glittery island in the middle of the wasteland of TikTok's infinite scrolls, where girls gaze and they's engage in a collective performance of hyper femininity. Please welcome Chrissy Schlepeka. <laughs> Hello. Did I pronounce your name right, by the way, your last name? <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know. <laughs> it's <funny>. No. <laughs> well, okay, I pronounce it like Shepeka. 
Okay. For some reason, my family believes the L is silent. I don't know who fucking lied down the road and said that, but I guess it is. Um, people love to debate how my last name is said, and I'm just like, I don't care. So, <laughs> Chrissy Shapaka, but also okay. there's many interpretations. Shapaka, Shapaka, I got yeah. What what is that? What background is that? Where does like what where does the name come from? Uh Slovak or Czech or something. People okay. say it's Polish. It probably is that too. Yeah. I don't know my background, I guess. <laughs> Honestly, like my whole family, they I'm like Eastern European Jewish and they're always like, no, we're not Polish. And everyone always is Polish who's like an Eastern European Jew. And I did the yeah. like DNA and of course it came back Polish, but um right. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So yeah, I try today my best to dress like as you would say, a character in your in your story, your character development as like an ensemble member in the <laughs> universe. <laughs> I love it. I do right now. No, no. Oh my god! I'm gonna wear sweats today. (laughs) Well, you can't see the bottom half. You know, I'm doing a RuPaul right now. I've got, I've got sweatpants on. Honestly, genius, genius, genius. Why didn't we ever do that before? Okay, so I want to take this all the way back, and I want to know where were you born, and what was your childhood like. Um, all right. <laughs> well, let's see. I was born in the suburbs of Chicago. Um, you know, had an interesting childhood. Grew up in a pretty like conservative town, and my poor little family ended up with two gay kids. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> wasn't you know as sparkly and glamorous as we wanted it to be, but. I don't know. It was interesting. Like growing up, I did a lot of like musical theater. I was a theater kid. Um, really spent a lot of time like diving into like music and stuff like that. And you know, failing school. <laughs> oh yeah. Are you in? Are you in school right now? Or are you? You're living I, in Chicago right now. Yes. Um. I'm not in school. I dropped out twice. Um, yeah. And I actually dropped out, like, I think when I hit a million followers on TikTok, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> yeah, of course. So what was like going to be, you think, your life track before TikTok? Oh, my God. I didn't know, I guess. Um, I always wanted to be in, like, the entertainment realm, and the entertainment industry or, like, music industry. Um, that was, like, my goal, like, growing up, like, I'd only I'd be so hyper focused on stuff like that. And so I went to school actually for musical theater and then realized, oh, my God, I hate when people tell me what to fucking do with my art. So I dropped out and was like, "Okay, I'll figure it out um, my own way. So then like my second goal was to like learn how social media works so I could do what like I'm doing now, basically. And I went to school for like social media management. Um, so I could like understand almost behind the scenes and like how to work the algorithm or like to be the manager of people, maybe like myself. Um, and then I was like, Oh, never mind. I'm going to be the person instead. So (laughs) that was kind of the track I was on just very much. I definitely before TikTok, like right before I had blown up was in a space, like, I don't know what the fuck I want. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I, there's so many directions I want to go and just didn't know, like, just, I've never been a school kind of person, never been, like, very, like, 
just the way that society wants you to learn and be like never never really went with how I was so I was in a very confusing place I think right before TikTok happened so it was very fucking magical for me (laughs) yeah so oh wait I'm curious where did you go to school for musical theater because I went to a theater program and I went through all the obnoxious theater auditions that you have to go through (laughs) okay this is like a funny fucking weird ass story so I like all all of the places places I wanted to go I didn't get into and so this one place called like Viterbo I don't know if you've heard of it in La Crosse, Wisconsin. (laughs) Oh my God. Exactly. It's one of those schools like no one fucking knows about. Right. (laughs) Um, I I went to one of those and transferred. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. I was like, it was either I was going to transfer for or completely change my major, which I did. I took like a semester off and then changed too. But so I went to one of those like nobody's ever heard of. And I mean, it's a good school. Like I've got friends who are still there and they're marvelously talented. I just think like the funniest part is that it was like, like almost like Catholic school. Like, oh wait, Viterbo? Viterbo, Viterbo, yes. I remember, I remember seeing that there's like you, for anyone who's listening, who doesn't know, there's like this, it's like a cult. They're like unified auditions where like tons of schools go and it's like all these musical theater kids and like the moms (laughs) and everyone's upset and no one knows where they're going. And they audition for a bunch of schools. And I remember that school being there and like people talking about Mm. it. It was like one of the, the one of one of the schools it's just like the name came back to me it was like sent back you know trauma from my own yes audition <laughs> I know it was literally I did a walk-in audition there <laughs> like, yeah, and I yeah. got in and it was like I guess this is what I'm doing and I mean it was the people that were wonderful like in the musical theater program um there's like 12 of us but it was just like the rest of the school was all these Christian ass people <laughs> fine but like just not like not necessarily how your vibe. I am, so, yeah, not my vibe. So it was just very fucking interesting, like being like this little queer group of people with like pink hair and like who loves to sing in the midst of this like like God loving like we don't have sex, like we don't do anything Repressed. wrong. People repressed. Oh my god, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. I stole. Oh, should I be saying this? I put it back. I stole this like <laughs> giant photo of like Mother Mary or something and we put it in our dorm room. But then my roommate was like, you're going to get in so much trouble. So I did bring it back. But good memories there. Just an interesting time in my life. Like I never thought I'd be living in like buttfuck nowhere, Wisconsin <laughs> for a semester. So where, wait, but, yeah. so, so you came from you sorry where did you come from again Were you you went when at, before Wisconsin so I well I lived in the suburbs of Chicago it's like St. So Charles area yeah totally different <laughs> totally different I mean honestly kind of similar though because it was like the suburbs of Chicago are not the same yeah. it's cool yeah I mean it's, you you go out like 45 minutes to an hour outside of the city and you're in like fucking the south like it's crazy like people are so conservative and I, I do I'm not a fan of my hometown if you can yeah <laughs> but well, so I'm kind of like leaving that to like another place but like hilly <laughs> yes 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 I so relate I went to I'm from south Florida so and I went to um this school called Muhlenberg in Allentown Pennsylvania so definitely okay <laughs> 
uh, was pretty miserable. Uh, you couldn't leave the campus. Uh, I, re- I relate. And then I moved to New York City, mm-hmm. and it's you know it was completely different. Much <laughs> different. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I was like looking back through your TikToks and I noticed like even your style changes throughout like your, the course of your, um, TikTok journey. Like, I feel like went from like Lady Gaga and her Tony Bennett face to like Chromatica, you know? So I want to <laughs> so know like, what was the process of you like go growing into like the person you are today and the persona you are on TikTok? That is a layered question, which is a question I love. I mean, it's a, I love to answer it. Um, I guess like before TikTok, um, I definitely, I definitely am the same girl and I won't say like, I was so different, like blah, 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 like I was, but I didn't have as much of like that self-confidence I do now and that I'm so fucking grateful for now because it's really like shaped me to become like Gaga and Tony Bennett phase to Chromatica to whatever's next and just to feel out all those different parts of like who I am and like my style and like you know the things I enjoy etc um but yeah I mean god (laughs) like it's been a fucking crazy ride I definitely did not like have all the confidence skills I had I definitely didn't have the confidence to dye my hair pink or to wear what I want or to wear as much makeup as I do like um and so I think it was mainly like a self-love journey that I kind of went on like before TikTok but definitely like during TikTok as well like TikTok like gave me so much of like my self-love and self-confidence and the self-worth like I have today um and I think even just scrolling through like it sounds like I I live exactly what I'm saying and like I stand by exactly what I'm saying but I'm also like teaching myself almost as I'm saying these things too like right before TikTok also I was in a very like abusive like relationship and an abusive relationship myself and I like left that and was like okay like I want to change I want to like be a better version of myself like I want to be the version of me that like little Chrissy would just like die for and so I was like fuck I'm going to do it like fuck this and I started posting and really like just my whole feed is like my development into the person I am like today because even a year ago I was still teaching myself things and even now I'm still teaching myself things I've just like become the chromatica like version of it (laughs) So, like, my TikTok is just so, like, it's such a sentimental, like, piece of work to me because it just means, like, there's so many layers to it, I guess. Well, yeah, I love, like, it is so brilliant to me, the concept of, like, bimbo talk with, like, teaching these, like, social democratic lessons to people, (laughs) which I think is so something like they should incorporate more with politics I feel like they had they have like all these influencers now come on with like Dr. Fauci and I feel like 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 what you do in a way is like you're you make it really funny like important issues and I want to know how that Mm -hmm. started was it like everything going around at the time um obviously like the height of the pandemic we had you know, 45 and the pandemic and everything Mm -hmm. that add to your, you know, bimbo talk character? Yeah, I mean, I think (laughs) the person (laughs) I am is just someone who copes with things through humor, like, and I think a lot of people in our generation can, like, totally, like, relate with that in a way, so I think yeah I think in the height of a pandemic in the height of just like so many political issues and just issues period and people coming to the realization of 
like certain things are just fucking stupid like this capitalist world we were just fucking put into and it's like why did why like we, we didn't have to do any of this this is all literally made up um just these questions that we've had time to just sit and think about while staying in our own homes it's like those are deep heavy questions and girl I can't get through that by myself I have to laugh about it yeah. so like I think that's kind of how like I incorporated just like certain things like that into my TikToks and even just like issues like the way people like treat women or queer people or femme people and stuff like that just you know not make it's not laughing at the situation and making fun of the situation it's just like how do we like get people's attention to understand that like this is because you know TikTok is a 60 second like world and it's like you have to keep people engaged for 60 seconds like how can we do that while also talking about like certain things that maybe people need to hear right right I love it it's brilliant and (laughs) and also like everyone loves you know that character we all love like the house bunny and those those early 2000s characters Paris Hilton you know that whole vibe is like everyone's favorite I think right now it's like really making a comeback to that whole aesthetic I want to know, so what does, what does the future look like for Chrissy? Is there acting, singing? Yeah, well, that is definitely something I am trying to figure out now. I'm so future oriented. And I think sometimes that makes me like not live in this beautiful present moment that I'm having too. Um, But I mean, future Chrissy would love to make some music. I definitely and beginning that process now and we'll see where that goes um and yeah I mean there's so much I want to do acting I want to be part of bigger things and bigger entertainment like things um I think yeah I mean it's in the face of like okay what's next like I can keep doing social media I will keep doing it like I have a YouTube series launching um this coming Friday so there you go yeah so that'll be fun just figuring all that stuff out um but yeah I mean I just want to keep growing and keep expanding and you know keep being famous this shit is fun (laughs) (laughs) to be honest (laughs) I uh, I'm like social media is such a hard like I I don't know how to do it I really don't I'm like it's so Mm -hmm. it's such a such a weird like niche and I think it's so smart you literally like majored in that that is actually a brilliant that's what all the all us like creators should be doing really is like majoring mm. in that and not in like reading plays <laughs> probably would have been more <laughs> productive for me but um yeah I mean I did drop out after a year but like <laughs> no that's like a year learning a year's worth of social media information is like so important right. um okay so I know you've like collabed with a lot of tiktokers and I'm always curious like how do like influencers come to meet and are there any other TikTokers like you want to collaborate with in the future? Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think the best way, at least in my experience that I've done collabs, like with my great friends, like Griffin and Ananaya and um, yeah, just some other people, I just like becoming their friend first, like becoming mutuals and I don't know, just talking to them, like, Griffin and Ann and I became, like, my BFFs, and then they came to visit, and it was, like, I think at the core of it, like, I don't know how other influencers work or do it. I also, like, I guess I don't do a ton of collabs, like, being someone from Chicago and not a place heavily with influencers like New York or LA, 
so it is kind of a hassle to do the collabs yeah. but like that's why like having that friendship and that like love first with these wonderful amazing other influencers like is a great foundation so then it's like we're not just like doing work and making videos we're also like loving each other's presence and hanging out and you know catching up on things that like we didn't get to like do over the screen so a lot of mine are rooted in friendship but oh god people I want to collab with there's so many um oh my gosh sugar and spice on tiktok the two twins that do drag oh yeah 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 (laughs) yeah I would love to collab with them um who else am I thinking of? Glitter Paris, you know? I was literally just going to ask. I'm obsessed with Glitter Paris. <laughs> His cam. Me too. <laughs> She's the moment. She's, <laughs> She's everything. I'm like, you work. Like, she doesn't, in my eyes, like, she doesn't get tired of this. She, like, is like, keep going. Like, she is living her fullest fucking life. And I'm like, congrats to that. Like, that is amazing. <laughs> like, I incredible (laughs) I want to see that that would be an amazing collab or if like you ever make a tv show or something she should like play your mom I don't know like (laughs) we literally were dming like a couple months ago I think and said that I was like you're my mom like we have to have a tv show about this like how do we make this work look get on it you know I want to watch it you know oh yeah That would be incredible. You also, okay, I was looking through like all your TikToks and I think the funniest ones, honestly, that I love are when you have to do these sponsored ads and sometimes they don't like (laughs) fit with your vibe. (laughs) There was like, no, you're so so right. They're hilarious. There was one you did with like Sam's Club a long time ago and it was so funny. (laughs) So like, I hate capitalism. You should go to Sam's Club. <laughs> I know. No, it's so okay. First of all, talking about that, let me just say I never even got paid for that one. <laughs> I like was like, what the fuck? It was like through TikTok Marketplace. Oh, weirdest land in the world. I I I mean, I know some influencers do get great sponsorships and stuff through there. I never did. Um <laughs> oh my god. It was Listen. like they never paid you no and also it was a very small sum of money like when I finally got a management team and like learned how much money I could be making I was like what the fuck like (laughs) these people are trying to pay me what like it was like pay per download so how much like if someone clicks your link and downloads the app and signs up you get paid for that and like maybe like 10 people did and so, yeah. like, it wasn't even, like, $100, I'm sure. And they just never paid me. <laughs> but I kept it up because, like, that was the first ad I ever did. And it was so stupid and, like, <laughs> so funny. And I was like, I, I just have to keep it up. Like, it was so silly. <laughs> it was. Honestly, that's so – that it was so funny. It was just worth it because it was hilarious to watch as well. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. And I want to know, do you have like any advice for anyone who's out there who's trying to unleash their inner diva bimbo? (laughs) Um, okay. Something that really like sparked me into this whole, like, oh, I'm going to dress like however the fuck I want. Like I kind of like growing up did, but was still like self-conscious about it. And I feel like you can tell I was like, 
self-conscious about what I was wearing and everything, which is like totally valid feeling for sure. But I think something that just totally stuck with me was like realizing that regardless of how we act, look or dress or how we talk or whatever it is, people are going to judge the fuck out of us. Okay. Like I could be wearing clothes I don't feel comfortable in and but look presentable to like modern world or whatever. And people are still going to be like, someone's still going to say something. Someone is still going to say something about me, regardless of what I'm doing, regardless of what I'm wearing. And so I was just like, fuck, I'd rather like be judged, like looking like feeling, feeling like my best self and looking like my best self and like living in my body fully and let people judge me for that. Because like a lot of other people's judgments are like, insecurities projected on you I feel like um when they're like mean negative judgments about what somebody looks like or what someone's wearing it's like well, how does that fucking affect you oh you're probably insecure <laughs> like <laughs> you know I mean totally. so I think just like realizing like people are just are gonna judge people we do it whether we want to pretend we're wonderful people or not like there's always something in the back of our mind which like I hope we learned like we should definitely be trying to control and like understand when we're probably being unreasonable, but like, you know, people are going to do that. So be who the fuck you are. Um, and just like doing that and like little acts of self-love every day is like the best way to be your inner like diva or bimbo or whatever it is. Just like loving yourself, taking care of yourself and, you know, being kind to others and just like being authentic. Like, I think it's all authenticity at the end of the day. Yes, yes. Snap, snap. <laughs> I try to snap. I have like weird thumbs. I it's the only thing I have in common with Megan Fox is our thumbs, and I just I can't snap properly. You know. Um, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um. Okay. Also, I want to know before we move on to our games, do you have any hot goss about any influencers that you've worked with or like had any you know communication with? Oh man, <laughs> hot goss. Yeah. Shit, I don't think so. See, I feel like I'm I'm in this little bubble of Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Where I don't know what's going on either side. Um, I think like my hot goss that gets me through the day and it's not gossip, it's just something that I'm like <laughs> to. Um one Candy Muse and I followed each other on TikTok and she sent me a TikTok, but like we never said hello to each other and she started sending me videos and I was like, is this like are we friends? Oh my god. <laughs> I would die. <laughs> it was just one video she had sent me, and I was like, cool. And I don't think she meant to send it to me either. <laughs> so, oh my God. Like, that's like my, like, like I'm famous. Like, Candy recognized me. Like, oh my gosh. That is incredible. I, okay, I actually, I got blocked. I've actually talked about this before I got blocked by Jasmine Masters on Instagram because I asked her to be I DM'd her and asked her to come on my podcast and then she blocked me (laughs) oh my god no way I was like honestly iconic like this is a story (laughs) now but she was like no I really like I don't want to oh no (laughs) I was I was you know just heartbroken to say the most uh right I understand <laughs> damn that's a rejection right there How Jasmine Masters she had something to say you know and yeah <laughs> but you know what whatever her feelings are I'm sure they're valid I hear her I see her yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to move on to our first game which I want to know I'm gonna 
give you some, you know, gorgeous, stunning leaders of the unfree world. Um, and I want to know, how would you bimbify them? And just, you know, how would you, what haircuts would you give them? What advice? What would you have them wear? How would, what things would you change about them? Okay, so, okay. Our first one is Jeff Bezos. Oh my God. <laughs> well, whoa, I feel like I just had deja vu right now. Really? <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. <laughs> Okay, weird. Um, Jeff Bezos. Maybe I'd like start by throwing him into a pit of fire and then taking all of his money and donating it and ending world hunger. But I guess if I have to identify him before doing that, maybe like give him. Mm, I'm thinking like the pony extension, like mine, like. Force him to grow some hair first. Like, I don't care if he can't, we're gonna force him to. <laughs> Enough so you can put in a little bun and get the little Ari pony going. I want like a bleach blonde, like a beautiful pony. Um, maybe give him some like, uh, does he deserve big boobs? Let's, let's I give it to him. I, I, I want him to have it. I want him to have them for the back problems, you know? Okay, for the back problems? <laughs> yeah. There, understood. So we'll give him some like, Big boobies, you know, maybe pierce them, make him feel a little pain before his, you know, death. Um, <laughs> um, what else? And then I would just, you know, part of my bimbo aesthetic is being a kind human being. So with that kindness, I think he should just um, die, stop everything he's doing. And, um, throw, maybe, like, maybe he'd be like, I'm the problem and throw himself like, oh. Is this getting graphic? Like, can I say these Yeah, things? literally, there's no bounds here. <laughs> we you might know, get sued by Amazon, us. but... <laughs> At this point... It'd be a story. What is there to lose? <laughs> <laughs> What's there to lose? Nothing. Nothing. Okay, our next one is Caitlin Bennett. Oh, fuck her. Okay. <laughs> First of all, Miss Girl Needs a Diaper. Um... <laughs> Anti-diarrhea medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's start with that. Um, take her guns away and give her what? What would we give her instead as a accessory? Um, oh my gosh, what is like a razor flip phone? Yeah, yeah, like one of those, like a bit of pink one. Yeah, but yeah. like she painted herself because she was like feeling edgy, you know? Yeah. I painted my phone when I was younger. Really? <laughs> my fucking flip phone, yes. You're way like, more creative. Color. <laughs> Listen, pink, it was pink everything or nothing. Um, exactly. I think I'd like maybe rip her face off, but also, you know, give her a little, little blush or something. Make She's so like, like, it's like she puts foundation on, that's it. Like there's no blending, there's no like, there's no, no, nothing there. Yeah. Like maybe, you need a little blush, baby girl. Let's Give her a contour. <laughs> yeah, a little contour. Have you seen that photo of her, like, wearing that, like, what, it looked like a dance, like, <laughs> what is it? Someone called her, like, a chicken breast. Like, she's oh, no. <laughs> wearing this, like, dance outfit, like, holding a gun. Um, it was, I mean, it, I was about to say it was camp. It was stupid. It was uh, not camp. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think also she's someone that like she wants to like throw herself in a fire if she's feeling kind for the community. But 
It is what it is. <laughs> I love this big fire pit we have where, you know, we're just sacrificing the worst human beings. <laughs> Listen, people want to say people like us are the queer people or like stuff like that are going to hell. And in reality, we know it's the people like Jeff Bezos. Hey, if hell is real. If hell is real and it's with all the cool people, then, you know, we... We, I would love hell. Why not? Although I'm Jewish, so we don't even believe in hell either. Uh, exactly. <laughs> okay, so we'll move on. This is the next game. And it said, this is, okay, which of these is camp? Which of these is bimbo? Which of these is destruction? And which of these is gay? Love. Yes, in honor of you. <laughs> I love the reference. Yes, and some of these are kind of like, tiktok um themed but you'll just you'll see okay okay rupaul flavored salmon rice bowls lularoe covid vaccines paris hilton but brunette and the real housewives of chernobyl whoa first of all (laughs) um paris hilton but brunette is giving me oh fuck Gay camp destruction and what was my fourth one um, that I <laughs> came up with? Bimbo. Bimbo. She can't be. I can't give her bimbo. Well, can I? No. But no, she's not So not that's yeah. I, anyone can be a bimbo, but the brunette. <laughs> but she already gets that. I would give that like gay. That's a little gay yeah. to me. Like yeah, she like had her hair dye moment that we all have gone through of like fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. Everything is like. <laughs> happening i have to go brunette like i've been there middle school me i'm giving that gay okay um okay what would we do rupaul flavored salmon rice bowls oh my god destruction yeah (laughs) definitely destruction for sure for sure that although he's gonna like soon own tiktok i feel like like he'll just running he's gonna own the world (laughs) like next jeff bezos maybe is I've said this on this show, the gay Jeff Bezos is RuPaul. <laughs> oh my god, it's so true. Not not quite as you know harsh, but <laughs> <laughs> um the next one is Lula Roe COVID vaccines. Do you know that? Lula Roe, the okay, the leggings MLM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Left with camp and uh bimbo yeah maybe that's bimbo yeah (laughs) that's bimbo although it's kind of camp it is camp too it is oh man that's tough that's tough i do the other one is a 50 50 the other one is real housewives of chernobyl so (laughs) damn i can't decide which is okay we'll give it because your first instinct was camp for yeah no 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 your first instinct bimbo bimbo. for the LuLaRoe COVID vaccines yeah give it that and then the real housewives of chernobyl camp camp (laughs) okay next round a tall dachshund putting a hex on child actor jacob tremblay I write these sometimes and I'm like, should I have written them? Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. I love it. <laughs> Addison Ray, but with depression. And James <laughs> Charles being your sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> oh my God. 
Addison Ray, but with depression, is giving me that's camp. <laughs> camp that's camp I don't know I don't know it's just like like what if she just became a mental health advocate camp okay like weirdo <laughs> like shaking hands with Donald Trump we all saw it we all saw I it. did oh my god I know I don't even I honestly don't understand how she's famous I feel like one day she just like became fam- I, I don't really know that side of TikTok I haven't like got in there yeah that's like the weird thing like that's a side of tiktok for some people apparently but i've never i nobody i know has ever been on that side yeah yeah well they have like the d'amelios i honestly watched their entire hulu series i watched all of it how was it i was entertained i'm not gonna lie but they were literally just like the whole time they were like why are we famous and the, it seemed like a, it seemed like a little bit of like a Britney kind of situation with the dad. Like, oh. I, don't know. I don't know. I was I was intrigued, though. I'm not going to lie, but I, I can easily get into a show like that. But it's like that. Yeah. It's really interesting how those people got to be some sort of witchcraft going on. Yeah. But also, I mean, in this day and age, like like mediocre like white people like that that's just like the norm somehow I I just don't know how the fuck Addison got from this to like being in movies and stuff I mean like I only okay with like the D'Amelios I'm like I whatever like I don't know she's like how Charlie's like 16 like she's a kid there's no reason to be like hating on a child but like Addison I'm like girl like it's it's not even the fact that like oh how like how dare you be famous? It's like you just like, like I know there's something bad going on. Like I like for you to be like I have to meet Donald Trump and shake his hand. It's like I don't think I support you. Like and and like she definitely knew she was like being like recorded for sure. You can right like seen by people. Like she did that on to make a point. I was like, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, ugh. but yeah, her with depression camp. Okay. <laughs> And then the other ones, okay, a tall dachshund. Uh, this is hard. I almost <laughs> said destruction because I, I don't like that like thought. I don't know my my dog. She's a doxy mix, and like I was her being ask. tall. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> like she's too much already. <laughs> like, destruction destruction <laughs> i have a dachshund mix too and i was gonna ask mine like looks a lot like yours i'll pull him no way he's sleeping right now so i don't and he'll be a psychopath if i wake him up at all at the mm-hmm. end of this i will show you but he kind of looks like your dog too and <laughs> oh my god no way they're they're yeah. sisters oh wait Maybe. siblings yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> putting a hex on child actor jacob tremblay <laughs> Oh, no, I've already used destruction. Um, I have gay. and It's my own TikTok, and I can't even remember the things I said. What's left? Gay and bimbo. Oh, maybe that's giving me gay vibes. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, people who, like, like you know, I don't know. Someone put a hex on me once, and I was like, oh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it was so I didn't get into my dream colleges and it worked but then I became like TikTok famous so I was like okay (laughs) yes so it didn't work then essentially and it's good you didn't go to a musical theater like you know crazy college because those people are bots (laughs) 
It's true. It's yes. true. Sorry to everyone listening. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so, okay. The last one, James Charles being your sleep paralysis demon. Fuck. <laughs> that, that one can't be Bimbo. <laughs> no, I'm swapping. I'm swapping. Okay. Destruction okay. is the James Charles one. Bimbo is the tall dachshund. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I cannot give James Charles that that name. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, and then I want to move on. This is our next game. It's I'm sure you've never heard of it. It's called Mary Fuck Kill. Okay. <laughs> a very no. It's a very abstract, unknown game. People so unknown. It's underground, honestly. Like yeah, it's indie. <laughs> um. This okay. So we have Ben Shapiro, but silent. TikTok and. Vegan lady TikToker eating a Disney World turkey leg. For fuck, Mary Kill. Yes. Okay. Ben Shapiro, but silent. <laughs> Kill. <laughs> Kill. I. <laughs> what were the other two? Hit <laughs> talk. And. Hit talk? Hit. Like. Like titty? Yeah. <laughs> And then vegan lady TikToker eating a Disney World turkey leg. Vegan lady eating a turkey leg? Yeah. Do you know what that, okay. that woman? Oh, she's like, she just spouts like, she just gets mad at like everyone for not being a vegan, essentially. Oh. <laughs> you know the video that's like, eat your vegetables. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. It's oh her. my god yeah to be honest like i don't even scroll through tiktok anymore so it's like i'm like it's my job and i like don't go on the app i'm like i can't I'm- be here for long <laughs> getting sucked into like the uh, like the upside down is just going on to tiktok essentially no literally oh my god okay well you know what maybe maybe marry her because you know maybe she's like going through a change like she's figuring herself out maybe she's like i have maybe i'm not like vegan maybe i'm someone else and like it's just be like a developmental phase for her and maybe she won't be so like yelly at people i don't know if i want to deal with that for the rest of my life like divorce is definitely probably coming soon yeah. but i don't know i don't know if i want to fuck her so i think i'd fuck tiktok tiktok yeah. tiktok yeah is that just like an era of tiktok I just like I don't know I, I I feel like it's a world that should or yeah. an app that should be in development essentially. No, I agree. I maybe we'll come up with that. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go to Shark Tank. We'll pitch it. Yeah, <laughs> they'll have to say yes. <laughs> okay, this is the next one. Straight men who wear nail polish contouring your house plants and Vice President <laughs> Trisha Paytas. Oh no. I'm actually curious what you think of her because I I get pretty annoyed, but she like used to be really funny and I feel like she kind of falls into the bimbo talk also as well. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious what your thoughts are about her. Honestly, I don't even know. Like I hear she does pretty problematic things sometimes. And so when I hear that about a person, I just usually don't engage with their content. Yeah. Because it's like, so I honestly, like, I don't know. Like, I think, like, years ago, like, seeing her videos on, like, whatever platform, it's, like, funny. It's just now it's, like, I, girl, I don't even know what you're up to. Like, what's going on? But I guess, like, I don't know, Vice President Trisha, I might have to kill. I I just don't (laughs) like the presidency's period. Like, so, like, you know, I'm not going to endorse that. (laughs) Um. (laughs) 
what were the other two the way i have like no recollection of anything anyone says to me ever <laughs> neither do I. I that's why i have it written down in front of me so i can see it so <laughs> I, have the, I have the cheat sheet um straight men who wear nail polish and then contouring your house plants Okay, I would marry contouring my houseplants because that sounds like a fun project to do. Yes. You know, why not? And I hate to say it. I hate it for all my viewers who are listening out here. Um, my viewers, our viewers. Yeah. <laughs> so selfish. Our viewers. Um, <laughs> come on now. Um, I have to say fuck straight men who wear nail polish because I've done it a yeah. couple, lots of times. And is it something I need to get past? Maybe. <laughs> maybe but I'm not I don't know if I'm ready yet I am I am bi and I, that just falls in the category of being bi is fucking men with straight men who wear nail polish yes 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 it's a disease almost it's a di- <laughs> <laughs> um okay and this next one street juice the little lad but he's wearing jeans and being blocked by Victoria Paris. I don't even know if would I don't know. If, <laughs> do you know who she is? I don't even know if she'd be in your like realm of TikTok. <laughs> I don't think I know her. <laughs> Wait, what, maybe, maybe she's probably gonna block both of us after see if she sees. <laughs> Wait, who is she? She's just like this New Yorker, like New York kind of vlogger who just like talks about what she wears, but she's like known for just blocking anyone who says like literally anything remotely negative like <laughs> okay wait cam cam let me bring it to this game like okay camp <laughs> let me say i understand i don't know what i'm not i don't know what she stands for i don't know who she is so i'm not endorsing this person i'm just gonna say that if there's anything problematic going but like <laughs> low key, like i would do the same i hate to, i'm just like shut up <laughs> It would be like somebody being like, even like, I don't know, can you post more videos or something? It should be Talk. like, <laughs> wait, Cam. Yeah. Cam. No, I get it. She said boundary, boundary. <laughs> no, don't ask me for shit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Incredible. And then the other one is street juice, which this is, I just relate to this in New York. It's just like, there's always like liquid on the street. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, there really is. Oh boy. Kill. <laughs> Kill that. And the little lad, but he's wearing jeans. You know, the little lad. Oh, I don't know. You're, I guess you're not on TikTok anymore. <laughs> I really like these past couple of months, I've literally stopped scrolling and so anyone be like oh my god you know this thing going on and I'm like absolutely not <laughs> good for you good for you I I'm just like you know depressed in scrolling through an endless feed of videos of people having a better life than me and so I'm just see that's me on Twitter now <laughs> I see I stopped going on TikTok because I was getting fucking like death threats every single day because I would make jokes saying like God is a woman and Ariana Grande song like let's yeah. like, let's keep it light and simple it's not a big deal and the incels of TikTok got to my page and were crazy like I couldn't go like I couldn't even go on the app for weeks I was like this is insane and so then I just like stopped going on it and stopped scrolling and then I was like okay I have to post so then I just 
would post and leave and it's been like that for a while I've slowly started to get I think it's a trauma response <laughs> oh my like, oh, god. god I don't want to go on here because it's just kind of scary because like I'm like getting threats and like other kinds of threats it was just fucking wild for a minute and so I was like oh, oh Jonah shut that off <laughs> TikTok needs to like be on that they shouldn't you know they need to like that's crazy because that, that's it's literally like I, I did uh, I did get in contact with them after um, months of trying, aka hijacking a Zoom meeting I wasn't invited to and being like, what the fuck is going on? You're like, because yeah. TikTok kind of, I don't know how much shit I should be talking about it, honestly. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, are they going to punish me? But no, they, it's they, literally like you're living and they like have, there's people who are threatening your life. They need to be monitoring that. And I'm sure whatever they're saying to no, you exactly. saying to a bunch of people too. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. They need they just need a way to like punish the people saying things and not punish the creator for it because that is a huge thing on TikTok is like when someone gets I mean, at least for me and like some other people who've experienced this as well, when we're the ones getting like bullied basically, like our accounts get punished for that. Yeah. And so like we'll be shadow banned or we'll be Ban- I got in permanently banned twice because of it and like um wasn't a post banned for weeks because of it when it was like I didn't do anything like people are just like saying crazy things so it's crazy on there oh my gosh I'm so sorry that's like terrible and I'm sure oh my god I'm sure the incels like I can't imagine how what they're writing on your page too <laughs> it's can- not oh my god creative people oh boy oh boy well tiktok get on that and that's (laughs) that's messed up i'm sorry um (laughs) moving on (laughs) what is the best and worst thing you've done this week best and worst thing i've done this week oh man okay this combines into two this is like the same answer so it's best and worst so best thing is when I went out to the clubs with my my queer angel baby friends and we saw all of our angel baby drag queens performing and that was fucking amazing. But also the worst thing I've done because I stood up at 6am and I'm still not recovered from it. And I feel like I'm still hungover for like days. That Has that ever happened to you? Yes. Like, and like your brain feels like mush. <laughs> I feel like I'm like floating out of my body when I am hungover. Like, it's just not like there's some like weird, like floaty thing over me. That's like making me feel like every inch of my body, like disgusting. Like totally the best (laughs) way I can describe it. Just horrible. So best and worst was that because it was so fun, but also like, I feel like shit even after like four days. I know. I so relate. Yeah. I was, yeah. I went out last night and, you know, I had a few, I had a few drinks. <laughs> so yeah. right now my brain is like making its way back to its home. <laughs> she's like getting, she's slowly coming. She takes her time. She's, she's, she's on a journey. She's going through it. Um, <laughs> right, right. Well, the, the best and worst thing I did this week was uh, not take Ambien to fall asleep. And that was also the worst thing because I couldn't fall asleep oh no no yeah 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 but uh you know I she feel your pain 
that that insomnia is not fun (laughs) i fucking hear you i experience the same shit (laughs) yes yeah it's rough and like also ambient is so crazy i don't know if you've ever taken it but it completely puts you asleep but then you feel like so depressed the next day and like Uh, out of it yeah (laughs) but it puts you i couldn't do that yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'd rather stay up all night than feel like like shit plus like shit like the next yeah. day like <laughs> all that added together be like girl I don't know if I'd be here like <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> yes well anyways it was lovely getting to talk to you and um I can't wait to see what the future holds in store for Chrissy <laughs> and to end this interview I leave all my guests with a quote it's just you know to inspire you in life really is what mm-hmm. it is Carpe diem, Chrissy Carlson Romano. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Follow me on Instagram at the slaz, that is the with two e's, to catch up on all things wish you were weird and even send me questions to ask future guests that I have on the show. You can watch video footage of Wish You Were Weird on my YouTube channel, Sarah R. Lazarus Comedy. That's Sarah with an H and Lazarus like the Bible, except Jewish. 